Welcome into the Prep Extra Podcast. I'm Colton Stone alongside, as always, Chris Bassnett. Uh, another uh, kind of short, light week of basketball, and we have another one upcoming this week. Uh, teams kind of just figuring out where everything is. Again, I know we mentioned last week, you know, you've got boys teams that are coming off of state title runs for football. You've got girls teams coming off of state volleyball runs. Everyone's just kind of trying to find their groove. As we all know, it kind of picks up. New Year's tournaments, but you know, in the past uh, few days, is there anything that's maybe jumped out uh, to you, Chris, especially in the city? Yeah, it's you know, it's it's kind of that funny time of year where everybody's played a couple games. You know, some teams have played two, some teams have played four, more. Steam teams are still kind of you know trying to find their identity, get their legs under them, all those sorts of cliche things we talk about every year this time. So yeah, like you, like you said, it doesn't really ramp up, you know, until the end of the month. Hack tournament, Metro tournament. Those sorts of things, but you know, maybe the maybe the most surprising thing, I guess, in the city, Lincoln East boys, four and zero right now. Um, I don't know if a lot of us saw that coming, and they have some some quality wins. Beat Omaha Central by seventeen in their last game out. Beat Lincoln Southeast by eight uh, in the second game of the year. That was the night after Southeast, who who I have ranked sixth in the ratings, beat number two Omaha Westside uh, in the little pod tournament they had to open the year. And they've also got, you know, a nice win over, an easy win over Columbus, and they beat Millard West by two uh, in their season over. So a 4-0 team uh, for the Spartans and, and two pretty good tests this week. They play at Lincoln High um, Thursday night. They play at Creighton Prep Saturday night. Chance to, to make two pretty big statements, you know, against teams that are traditionally good to pretty good uh, <laughs> every year. So we'll, I think we'll find out a lot more about Lincoln East this week. Again, you don't maybe necessarily find out a ton about these teams at this point in the year, but you have an idea. Those are the last two games that that um, excuse me that, that Lincoln East is going to play before the moratorium. So they've got a chance to really go into the mor- moratorium feeling really good about themselves. Obviously, if, if you get to 6-0, and even if, no, even if you're splitting your 5 million, you're sitting mm-hmm. there going, well, maybe we're a little bit ahead of schedule right now. Yeah, and, and looking at Lincoln East, what has there been one thing maybe that's jumped out that's been like, this is – now, this is why they're having so much success early. Is it just you know they've kind of gotten hot? Maybe they maybe they took on a West Side team that just wasn't quite ready to hit the court yet. Um, but maybe what's been the key to their success early on? I think they've been really consistent on offense. Uh, they've really been able to score it pretty well. Fifty five, fifty nine, seventy three, seventy one. Your first four games, you'll take that. If you're in, you'll take that if you're Bellevue West. Which yeah, Bellevue West wants to score ninety, but they'll, <laughs> they'll take that too in the beginning of the year. But they, they've been able to. Uh, they're they're giving up a few points. They've given up 53, 51, 54, Only gave up thirty one to Columbus uh, in a blowout. But the offense has kind of been able to to really kind of ramp up early. And usually you don't see that early in the year. Usually it's it's offense is struggling, whether it's turnovers, missed shots, you know, execution things, things like that. You've seen Lincoln East be pretty consistent offensively so far, and now, now what you hope if you're the Spartans is that continues for the next yeah. three months because it's tough to do that for for a long period of time. But you know, if nothing else, you know you've got an offense that can that can keep you in games and give you a chance to win games. And at this point in the year, if you've got that, you're feeling pretty good, and you can, you can work on the defensive side of the ball and improve that side of it. You had a chance to see Southeast as well. Um, Tough loss in overtime against Miller North. As you mentioned, they have uh, a loss against Lincoln East as well. What did you see in that Miller North game? Because that's, again, going against another school that's perennially, per, you know, a perennial power, at least as of as of recent, you know, a bunch of D1 guys coming through Miller North. Uh, 
that's that's been huge for them. New coaching staff, of course, for Miller North too, though. Um, you know, maybe what's the takeaway from that game for Southeast? I, I think there was a lot of disappointment after that game for Southeast. They really looked good in the first half. Miller North played man-to-man against them, and, and Southeast sliced it up, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. They looked great. They Like a lot of Lincoln teams, Southeast has really, really good size, and, and they were using that to their advantage and making it look easy there for a while. And, and Miller North – which would probably rather not do this, but threw a zone at Southeast uh, in the second half, a 2-1-2, a 1-2-2, kind of, you know, a hybrid, whatever you want to call it. And, and Southeast just didn't knock down shots, you know, and, and they talked about we didn't do a great, great job of getting the ball to the short corner. We didn't do a great job of getting it to the high post with our size and, and doing some things there. So so a real learning opportunity, I think, for Southeast. This is, it's, it's a team that is much improved. There's no doubt about that, e- even in a loss – and even with as poorly as they played offensively in the second half, they still had a chance to win that game uh, at the end of regulation uh, and maybe should have won that game at the end of regulation, just couldn't get a shot to fall. So I, I think it's a deal where you'd rather lose that game now uh, in the middle of December than lose it at the beginning of March or the yeah. end of February. And, and you you take it and you learn from it. There, there's pieces there for Southeast. There's no question about that. They have real athleticism, real length on the inside. If you can get those guards to hit knock down a couple shots – now all of a sudden you're cooking a little bit. So yeah, that's a disappointing loss for for Southeast. That's a good win for Miller North to go on the road uh, with all they've had to replace. You know, I bring in basically two guys. I think 12 total points back from last yeah. year's state championship team and all the talent they've lost. And you come on the road, fall behind by 12 or 14 points in the first half, and you come back and win that game in overtime. You show some toughness. So something where I think both teams can take something out of it. Uh, one in a win, one in a loss. Obviously, you'd rather do it in a win, but a, but a good game. Kind of, kind of the quintessential early season game where you, uh, both teams, I think, learned a lot about themselves in the end. Yeah, another team, uh, not city, but kind of in our area, Malcolm, uh, had a had a rough going with with Platteview, but that's a team that likes to go out and run and and shoot threes. Uh, but Malcolm is playing up a little bit, mm-hmm. playing some teams that you know maybe outmatch them, outshoot them, but uh, you know it's impressive to see. You know, a, a team like that play up and, and play against some of the caliber that they they are playing against. I like what they're doing because I think they knew they were going to have a pretty good team this year. Uh, and we saw just the athletes they have from football season. Hayden Franks scoring a bazillion points a game right now. Rough estimate and probably closer to 30. But you get the <laughs> idea. Um, they've got – they're a good team last year. Won 16 games. Brought a lot of those guys back. So what do you do if you go into the offseason you're that coaching staff? Well, let's test ourselves early a little bit. Let's go play a Plavio. Let's go play a Beatrice like they're going to do this week on the road. Let's see where we're at. That that gets you ready for the games in January, the games in February, the games in March when they really matter because you're not going to obviously see those teams uh, come come crunch time. So you, you you look at the loss the other night and and the score doesn't necessarily look pretty. At the same time, you take a lot away from that. You're you're playing up, as you said. You're playing really. You're playing a you know a top five caliber team uh, in Class B. You're going to do it again this week uh, in Beatrice. So you take those as learning experiences. And, and you, if you're that coaching staff, I think what you hope is that you know the players handle it the right way. And, and I think they will because there's such an experienced group. Just at so many seniors. You know, we already mentioned Hayden Frank, maybe one of the best athletes, you know, in the Lincoln area. I don't think there's any question about that. 
And so, yeah, they might lose this game against Beatrice. They might win it. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. see. But at the same time, you're, what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for later in the season for playing a schedule like that. Yeah, it probably didn't help that Plyview also had a kid hit a school record. 10, 10 3 points. And it wasn't so, Connor Milliken. Yeah, and it wasn't Milliken, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, moving away from basketball, we'll do a quick you know, little fall recap. Obviously, we have uh, your recap coming up this weekend. You've already told me no sneak previews. <laughs> uh, I may have – Already had a sneak preview, but we none public yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have uh, Super State All State volleyball come out this past weekend. Um, couple of city girls, uh, and then pretty much dominated by the Metro. It kind of seems like I know we said it a lot about football, and I, again, no sneak previews, <laughs> but uh, it does seem like still some sometimes the power. The powers that be kind of lean towards the the metro area. Yeah, and and look, uh, we all know that the volleyball talent in Nebraska is off the charts good. Yeah. Whether it's Class A or Class D two, it doesn't matter. It's, it's yeah. good talent, and, and it Abby Wackel and Malaya Long um, make the team from from Lincoln. Wackel, of course, for Lincoln Lutheran, Malaya Long for Southwest. Both deserving. Both are going to play high level college volleyball. Uh, then you then you look at the rest of the team and you go, oh yeah, she should be there. Oh yeah, she should yeah. be there. You know, you're talking about you know Olivia Mock from Bennington, a Nebraska recruit. You're talking about Grace Heaney from Elkhorn North going to Purdue. You know, another great Big Ten program. Stella Adiemi from playing La Vista South is going to Hawaii, which that's all right. Go play volleyball in Hawaii yeah. for a few years. Um, Lauren Medic from Pavilion La Vista South, Destiny and Dom Simpson from Omaha Westside going to Creighton. You know, it's it's just you can look up and down the list. And even as you get into the you know the second teams, the the class B teams, the the things like that, you see players. Oh, she's going here, she's going there. So I, yeah. I think it just tells you, yeah, there's a lot of talent in Omaha, yes, but there's a lot of talent statewide and a lot of college level talent statewide. And so not really any glaring omissions. No, you know I don't think from the from the super state team, it's just a deal where you've got a a lot of really good players. Yeah. You know, Morgan Burke's going to Michigan and didn't make the Super State team for Omaha Cup. She's first team all-class B, all-state. Yeah. It just tells you kind of what the talent level is and the depth of talent. So, so, yeah, that was this weekend, or this last weekend. This coming weekend, as you said, Super State football's coming out. Uh, going to finish tabulating the votes today. Uh, I had over 700 kids nominated <laughs> uh, among the different classes, so we're going to have to narrow it down. Going to be a lot of the usual suspects, you know, guys that you're not going to be surprised. Um you know, and and again, that's from Class A. Whether it's some guys at Omaha West Side who won the state title, and you know the Zane Floreses of the world, and things like that. I don't think I'm breaking any news, but no. I tell you, Zane no. Flores is probably going to be on the Super State team <laughs> uh, come come Saturday. But but even going down to the lower classes, you know, Aiden Cooster, who we've talked about so much on the podcast from from Neely Oakdale. It's just fun to kind of see not only what their own coaches have to say about him, but but also other coaches and just, you know, viewing them through that lens of watching a guy on film or, or playing against him or things like that. This is this is my first go around doing the the all state and the super state team. So it's been a fun experience. But yeah, that'll be coming this weekend. We'll have super state first team, second team, all state teams for every class. Um six man coaches association picks the all state team for six man. There will be a few Parkview Christian guys on it, as you can probably imagine. So yeah, look for that. Um this Sunday, uh, I think we're going to have all city teams running this Sunday as well for football, volleyball, maybe a couple other sports. We'll have to see what that looks like. Yep. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to as, as we kind of wrap up fall finally and move fully into the winter sports <laughs> season just in time to hit the moratorium here That's in about right. a week and a half, two weeks. So, sorry these are so short. Maybe you're not sorry they're so short. Yeah. 
though I get a little more detail as we move into the new year, but thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.